Hi, welcome to episode seven of the Fix Your Sex podcast, where we talk about all things sex. I'm your host, Amina, and I'm a sex coach, a tantric body worker, and all-around sexual revolutionary. I'm here to share my thoughts and hot takes on how and why we are having bad sex in the 21st century, and hopefully providing some solutions and tips for you to have great sex for the rest of your lives. Disclaimer, um, this podcast is for grown-ups. There are sensitive topics being discussed, so if you're under 18 or if conversations about sex and the usage of profanity bother you, you should probably leave now. Okay, so on today's show, I have a special treat. I have Parrish Blair from the Sisters of Sexuality as a guest, and she's going to talk about her upcoming class, which is how to give a blowjob with a heart full of gratitude. Um which just sounds so much fun. So I'm excited to have her here. I'm also going to talk a little bit about um, canisexuals since it is for 20 week and um, the characteristics of pussy and the seriousness of sex. And um, there's a chuckle at that last one. So don't worry, we're not going to actually get that serious and you probably shouldn't be that serious in your sex. Um, as usual, if I don't run too long, I'll check on questions from the internet. Um, I have quite a few in my DMs right now, but we'll see because I want to keep this podcast right around 30 to 40 minutes. I feel like that's when I would totally lose my attention span. So if you want to have times me, that just puts you a little bit quicker. Maybe I'm on your commute to work. Anyway, um, before I get started with Parrish, I want to first thank each and every one of you that came to my workshop and performance on Friday the 13th. Um, It was a sold-out event here in Atlanta at the Blue Bisque Art Gallery, and um, we had a lot of fun. I had some wonderful, wonderful guests come in, and people flew in from other parts of the country. So thank you for all of you that made an effort, whether you came from near or far. It really meant a lot to see all of you in the audience and to... um, to get down dirty with you and, and bear my soul and my tits um, with all of you. So thank you for coming. Um, and I would love to invite you back. I'm having another event on May 11th. It's the Art of Cunnilingus. So we're going to do a little yoni worship together as a group and create pussy art. And I will give um, a lecture and a demonstration on how to be artistic with your pussy eating. Um, and, and what the art of pussy eating actually is and looks like. So it's going to be fun. No, I will not be eating the live pussy of a live human. I will just be, um, demonstrating on my own pussy actually, because I used a clone of pussy. So, um, I have my, I'm going to eat my own pussy. I'm going to show you how to eat pussy by using my pussy, a pussy that I'm really familiar with. So Please, if you can, come out. It's going to be a blast. And you'll get to go home with some art that you've created, either a painting or a sculpture. Um, And then finally, I'm hosting a retreat in Costa Rica in June um, from the 25th through the 29th. I still have a few spots available for those of you that are interested in attending. So let me know if it might interest you. It's going to be four nights and five days of pure orgasmic bliss sun, um, ocean, salt water, pools, massage, and also I'm going to um, compress my 10-week class into that session, so into that that time frame, so you'll be able to learn everything that we learn in my 10-week certification, 
um, in a much more beautiful and sunny environment. All your food and everything's included. And it's really affordable. Um, the most expensive part is probably going to be your plane ticket. So, so yeah. Anyway. So, okay. Well, I want to say hi to Parrish. Hi, hi Parrish. Amina. Thank you for coming in out of the other room all the way into here <laughs> to be on my podcast. Parrish has been my guest in town. Um, she flew in to attend my event. And so I've just been blessed with her presence all weekend and it's been an amazing experience getting to know you but so I think the rest of the you know listening audience this however small or large it is for this podcast um should should get to know a little bit about you so can you just talk a little bit about who you are and what you do yes I can my name is Parrish Michelle Blair um I identify myself as a lover I'm a sex goddess and I'm a master manifester and the two powers that I work with are the dynamic creative healing energy of love and the very powerful to me complement to that which is sex and as a as a master manifester i want to talk to the millions of people that show up every week to listen to this podcast and and invest in creating their lives with you and uh, experiencing retreats with you and all of all of you people that are listening I mean, because I know people want to see you and they can't even connect with you because of your entourage of healers and all of these sages <laughs> that travel with you and enjoy, what's your drink? Whiskey. Well, whiskey. Yeah. That's who I'm talking to right now. So I like to, I like to live in the now and feel how I want to feel in the future. And then I slowly start realizing, well, all the nuances and the essence are right around me. I got to love it more. And so that's where the lover comes in. I love that. I love that. And I want to manifest those millions of podcast listeners. So I'm glad that we're talking to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I, I'm really excited about your class that's coming up. I'm, I'm excited just merely at the title. Mm-hmm. And I thought that, you know, on the Fix Your Sex podcast, that what will be better than learning how to give... Um, a blowjob with a heart full of gratitude, right? Yeah. That's your class. So can you talk a little bit about about what that even means? What is a blowjob with a heart full of gratitude? Well, actually, I I do say the word blowjob, but I want to get out of that mm. because that's the whole premise and foundation of this discussion that I'm having online. It's actually how to give a BJ with a heart full of gratitude because I need people to identify what I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. I want to stimulate their dick a little bit i want the woman to say who she thinks she is and i'm doing you know all these reasons i can see now on the other side why i was given guidance to name it that but i want to get i want to knock off that job part who wants to do a job in bed Mm. so it's like i've always said whenever i saw it they're like man she gives a good blow job or yeah she gives it and i saw it in porn i'm like okay okay how can i beat that rhythm that pace and that you know duration of time without getting whiplash you know and it's like i'm not that's not doing anything for me except for i see how excited he's getting but there's got to be a better way and and then i got an opportunity to make love to a dick with my mouth for the first time and i just decided when anybody asks me do i give a good blowjob and i'll say i'm mediocre but i make love to your dick with my mouth like a champ you know and you got to surrender to that so this discussion is really not about me touting how I do it and all of that although I want to share whoever wants to know I'm here to share but it's asking women why don't you initiate it 
because mm-hmm. that's what I hear. Most mostly men follow me, surprisingly, but they're so com- comfortable in talking about what they really want and how to and asking for solutions. Oftentimes, the conversation is, "You're so open. I wish I could get a woman like you that was, you know, uh, comfortable with her sexuality and her sensuality. I want my woman to initiate. How do you keep her hot? Or and it's like, you, I know you know this, Amina. I can I can help you be the match for what you're wanting, a healthy match mm-hmm. to, for what you're wanting. But I can't help you heal somebody that you're with. Right. And and especially a man's reasons for wanting his girlfriend to heal from something's wrong with her. I know something happened to her when she was young or I know her old duties to make her do this. But it, it's so much deeper than that. Mm-hmm. And so I want to talk to the women about those deep places of why you kind of like, oh, he didn't ask me to suck his dick. Yay. You know, mm, yeah. you know, or, you know, whatever your situation is where it's not your natural inclination to say, get in this bed and, you know, let me suck your dick. And, you know, asking women to go deep, but learning how to go deep in those places without feeling like you have to, you know, weep about it even. Right. You know, I'm going to bring out um, humor and arouse the senses and, and help people see all we're doing is going back to a memory and releasing the charge because it's not real anymore. It's just real in your body. And so you're getting these real reactions that you can control. And when you see it there, it's not really to shame women who into sucking dick. It's just helping women learn how to release shame, but in a very powerful way, because when they learn how to do that, they can become even more orgasmic. And Mm so it's just, I think it's a beautiful synergistic conversation I'm I'm really thankful with all the things that are going on in social media. I have to say in our realm, I always stay in a heart full of gratitude because in the space that I was before social media, I would have never been able to connect with all of these like like-minded people and build a, a, a you know, a business and a, an international tour and all these amazing things that happen with this technology. And I'm just so happy that we were able to connect and not even have a chance to talk to your millions of followers. And, you know, if I can just get a little piece of those millions of followers, <laughs> you know, I, that's what we well, should do. Because yeah. that's, what, that's what Kanye does. It is. We should be Kanye every day. I, look, I said that. I put that up. Um, that it, Someone put on Twitter, if you're not trying to be the Beyonce of what you're doing, what are you even doing it for? Mm-hmm. And yes. Mm-hmm. I want to be bigger than Kanye. I want to be Beyonce of it. I want to, mm-hmm. you know, I want us to all be. Someone commented that, well, there can only be one Beyonce, and I'm like, well, we are going to be an army of Beyonces um, in this in this realm. But this is this is how I see it. I don't see we're all going to be. We all are. Right. Beyonce yes. was Beyonce when she was yes. shopping at Walmart, and yes. you know. Period blood got on her her jeans like a regular person, like she is. You know, it's happening right now, and the way that the industry is set up, and and now I'm getting more attention from people who want you, and I know you said you have as well, too. But I like to stay in this realm for my strength because this is not for people to. Um, give me adoration and put me on a pedestal it's for them to learn from me mm-hmm. and but they're learning from me as, as a peer in the industry a person like us right. is put on a pedestal and everybody's saying slay and everybody's saying savage and so in in our you know real reality 
it's really good to see you're there right now. You are Beyonce. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is what Beyonce is. What you're seeing in a little box is what's prepared for you. Right. And I think that's what, like, to me, like, the classes that we offer, because, um, like, I think that those classes that we offer and classes that women like us are offering throughout the world right now about sex and sexuality, about tantra and mindfulness and um, manifestation is really, you know, the training. Because I do know that what we see is this Beyonce, but what I know that produces that is the work. It's all the reading and all the meditation and all the learning, all the hours that you spent learning about about manifestation and, and experiencing it and practicing it that bring you to this point that, you know, that allow you to express fully as, you know, as this parish that's sitting in front of me. Mm-hmm. So as, as your own, that's what I mean when I say like the, to be the Beyonce is that I want to make sure that I'm providing, I was entertained. Mm-hmm. I was like my fingers, my hands. Like back my in the chair. day when Michael Jackson, yeah. and, you know, you like know the how, hours of practice yeah. and the dedication. Or and the, the delivery. Like it was yeah. special. You could tell that was a piece of art that was special to her. Right. You know, and she's, you know, sharing it. Not that the other artists don't either, but right. it was just a beautiful experience. But immediately the way I look at entertainment is, okay, it's like church. It gave me a spike. It inspired something in me. Now focus off of Beyonce and on mm-hmm. to Paris. Yeah, exactly. And all the memes that give her adoration, I already gave her my positive energy. I have to focus on me mm-hmm. right now. I'm that because right. if not, it makes you feel like that's where that's where the stat you know that's where you're supposed to be but mm-hmm. you don't realize that's where you are that's right. why you're looking at her she's she's reflecting you yeah she yeah. definitely is i mean i'm saying you but you know i mean i'm talking us editorially yeah. speaking mm-hmm. yeah yeah so it's um my pussy tingle i'm getting happy <laughs> Yay. Perfect. perfect way to start today <laughs> so um can you talk a little bit about your um your tour you mentioned that you um, that you were going on this tour, and I'm I've become a little familiar with it. But yeah. let's let's just talk about like how did you get to this point where you're like I'm going to tour the world with this. In short, I got an inspiration in 2015 in the summertime, Parish Blair Love Affair. I eventually got with help from my mother an intuitive thought that this is about a tour. And I'm supposed to be like that chocolatey, sexy, sexy Mother Teresa for the rest of my life talking about love. And I didn't know how to start it. I just thought, I'll go where my people are, where my friends are, where people at Facebook want to see me. And I'll just, I don't know, hug people or maybe make them a vegan food. I didn't know, you mm-hmm. know. And and then my mom said, well, you know, just use, you know how you say you do your sex thing? Do something like that. And I thought, I don't know why I'm, I should do that. And so I started practicing how would I feel if I already had a tour that was successful I wasn't thinking this but while I'm being orgasmic and I'm manifesting I would see visions of international stuff but I wasn't financially prepared for anything like that I didn't have business cards my website wasn't done I didn't have a media kit for that or anything Mm -hmm. but I kept doing what I was guided to do and and sharing my my inspirations on Facebook two weeks later after I did my sexual manifesting uh, 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 organic loving my sponsor reached out to me and invited me to do and my modest concept of my tour internationally and it all happened literally in two weeks because of how I use orgasmic gratitude meditation so this evolved into Parish Blair love affair is really about 
my journey in releasing judgment from myself and the world around me, but I'm doing it being guided um, by my inner inner guidance. And as I do that, I'm doing it in amazing ways like this. Like, this is all inner guidance. This did not make sense on my tour. Mm -hmm. But I followed it and all of the blessings that you say that you received. And I, all these people that I connect with on Instagram that I, you know, I want to get to know. But Mm -hmm. it was like better than what's on Instagram. I got a chance to hang out with them, be in a photo shoot with them, all of those unexpected blessings. So it's a tour about releasing judgment. I explore things that people think they know about but show you, the, show you the underbelly of the people, their hearts, why they do what they do. And right now I'm exploring um, a, a unique love that I'm um, uh, <laughs> kind of intimately involved in when it comes to open lifestyle swingers, uh, polyamory, mm-hmm. um, and you know unique bonds that people make uh, sensually, sexually, and just from heart. And so while I'm exploring that, what I used to think about those people, I realize... I'm kind of like them, mm-hmm. you know, but I never expressed it because I thought whatever I thought. Right. And this journey has helped me to express myself, love myself, love the world around me and share it with the world. And so many blessings have come from that. And, if, and I encourage everyone every day on my social media, if there's something that you want, believe it and do it. Mm-hmm. And it's already around you. So it's not like you, it's doesn't exist anywhere. And now you got to make it happen out of, uh, from nowhere. When people say I started with nothing and out of nowhere, it's not really like that. There's always something. Mm-hmm. Cause if you're, if you were Beyonce, you always moved better than everybody in the room. It was right. something was already, but you had to love it, focus on it and build it. And so that's what I, I keep telling people so they don't think, you know, yeah, you never know how people made it. I'm telling you, I ain't got no sugar daddy. <laughs> right. You know, I although I have all these men that adore me and support me in business, women are supporting me. Brown mm. women are supporting me. And anything that I want, it, it manifests through a core group, I believe, of synergistic people that find me through social media that I work with. But it's also because it's my intention. Mm. And so I talk about that on the Love Affair Tour. So it, it's really a mix of... Like I said, my my um, lover side of myself and the sex goddess side of myself because, I mean, think about that. I'm on social media sharing about the sexual, intimate sexual thing that I do to connect with God. God says share it with the world. And the immediate sponsor that I get happens to be an international <laughs> um, uh, 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 spoke or Well, they build spokespeople, you mm-hmm. know, to talk internationally and and present in front of thousands of people, open lifestyle swinger people. It's like with that sexual energy, I drew in something sexy. It always happens that way. Right. I'm never not around sexy. So my love affair tour sometimes is a little bit intermingled with that because that's what I'm exploring right now. But you also see me uh, go into music and the animal connection that we have, like why people want to get kissed in the mouth by their dog. And why does it, why does that bother you so bad? And you know, those things like to help people see human nature with love instead of judgment. And I think this is a great time mm-hmm. in history to, to promote that. And okay. that, I think that's why we connect. Cause you do the same thing. I notice in your posts with your own expression. And I like that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Cool. Um, anything else you think people should know about, about manifesting. Oh, you know what I want to have you talk a little bit about just briefly and we'll, we'll try and keep it short. I know you have um, to get back or get to New Orleans today. But um, can you talk a little bit about your um, masturbation? 
Yes. What part of it? Like how you bring things forth through your masturbation, your manifestation. And and maybe just walk me through what that looks like. Like I masturbate every morning. I touched myself a bit this morning before I got out of bed, just as a part of my regular, you know, Mm -hmm. some people stretch first thing in the morning and I just touch myself to, you know, awaken my entire body Mm -hmm. and get ready for the day. But I noticed that yours is a little different. Like you're very, um, it seems like it's a little different. So just tell me what. Like what I through. share in social media are just the basic steps of setting your intention, mm-hmm. um, getting in a space where you feel relaxed and you can feel and think like you have it. And that to me starts with breathing, relaxing the body. And I do the diaphragmatic breathing in through the nose, out through the mouth. I, I make it a four second count in all the processes, but the, I don't really care about rules. Whatever rocks your world and works for you is what you should do. However, I'm going to share with you exactly the steps that I do so that when you start coming up to resistance and you're thinking, it feels like something's off, Mm -hmm. we can go back together. I have sessions where I do that with people, manifesting partner sessions, and I can go back through the steps and help you like tweak it because you've been doing it in your world and your frequency is a little bit different than mine and the frequency that you're saying, no, I want that frequency. Okay. Well, I took, what I did was I... First of all, what do I want right now in this moment? And I learned, don't worry about the thing. Mm -hmm. Let's say $250 or $2,500 is the thing. I focus on how would I feel if I didn't have to worry about it? I've been in this situation before. I mean, whether the money was there or not, how did I feel afterwards? I felt relaxed. I felt like I shouldn't have worried. I felt like, okay, how do, okay. It feels like the responsible thing to do is worry, but I feel like, okay, if I had it, I would be chilling. And so get in that chill space, start breathing. And then when I feel like, okay, you know, it feels okay to believe that I have it. Okay. What starts coming up? Doubt, worry. Did you turn off the stove? All those things. Let that fly. Observe the thoughts, but don't try to make them go away. Use your breath to synergize you so that they naturally lift. And then that's a process that I do. I'm sorry. I'm closing my eyes. That's what I do. And as I'm breathing in, I'm breathing in love and light. You breathe in what you want to. But I have control over all the elements, so I use air because it's naturally, you know, dancing with my body, and I breathe in love and light. I send it to all the places where I feel like those weird thoughts and worries are going to. If it's in my chest, if it's in my stomach, if it's in my back, I send it there, and little by little, I even twist and turn into where it it hurts while I'm breathing in, and little by little... I feel like a match for a woman that shouldn't be worrying about anything. And then I get happy. And the way that my body is wired is I practice orgasmic meditation so much. When I'm just happy sitting with my kids, my panties get wet. <laughs> you know, when somebody gives me something unexpectedly, you know, my clit starts throbbing because I, I focus on how would I feel if I had all my blessings right now? Okay, now let me infuse creative energy into that. And when I have an orgasm, I'm going to express a heart full of gratitude that I have it. And so my gratitude and my blessings are mixed in with my sexuality. So that's I'm my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think more people um, need to hear that. I really do believe it. And we, you and I have talked about it this mm-hmm. over this weekend that, you know, to me, like when you truly become in tune with your body, then you realize that, yes, your pussy does get wet or start to tingle or expand or contract in certain instances and that you know the gut is that's connected that Mm -hmm. instinct and that you know gut feeling 
um, it's, it, it really is driven also with your genitals. You know, it's, it's that sacral area where you're like, I feel something. Um, should I be worried or sh- I'm excited or I'm fearful? And, and uh, my mom had reacts. a daycare and I remember the little boys, whenever it was like playtime and they were getting re- waiting for their thing, they would get erections sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, and I wasn't trying to look, but it was like, why is that kid getting a woody? And then I just intuitively knew I know what that's like because I remember yeah. when I was a little kid and I would be excited and I didn't know what I was doing, but yeah, my clit was wiggle. throwing. We wiggle, know? wiggle, and wiggle. And it wasn't a sexual thing. It was my body all over saying, I'm happy and excited today. Yeah. You know? Once we once we realize that the pussy is more than just a yes. sexual object, it's, it's so divine and so perfect. Yeah. It's not just for sex, although, yay, sex. It's so many other elements that the pussy is there for me. First of all, you've pushed out beautiful babies mm-hmm. with your pussy and... Um, and it, you know, the, my, my hormones are regulated and, and, and it supports our digestive supports, system. Yeah. There's so many things. Yeah. So and we just yeah, like, oh my God, beating it up, right. And cutting it and <laughs> whatever that. they say they do. It's like, yeah. make love to it, heal it. I talked about know, that on a podcast it. a couple weeks or a couple podcasts ago, like, and, and, um, unfucking the language we use. Like, I don't want to be pounded. I don't want, like, this is not beat the pussy up and all of these, like you said, or mm-hmm. like last night when I'm a beast in the bed and these kind of things. It's just like, I, I mean, no, <laughs> my pussy is not here for that. Not in 2018. So mm-hmm. anyway, if someone wants to book a session with you or find out more or listen to you or attend one of your classes, how do they reach you? The best way to reach me is at, is at Parish Blair TV or parishblair.com. You can also e- email me right now at parishblairsessions at gmail.com. And all my platforms, pretty much outside of Facebook, and there's even a Parish Blair TV there, uh, but there's not a lot of development going on right now while I'm on tour. But I'm Parish Michelle Blair on Facebook and Parish Blair TV on Twitter, Facebook, I'm sorry, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, YouTube. Okay, mm-hmm. great. And I'll have your links. I'll put your links in um, the um, de- the description section of this podcast too, so folks can find you. Mm-hmm. And I share your posts and stuff often. So, and I will continue to do that because I think that you are just an amazing being, and I'm so grateful to have had your energy around me for the last few days. So, thank oh, you. Thank you. And I want. I actually, I'm going to see how I can support your um, your next event. I heard. You're talking about Yeah, that. I'm going to do the um, the Art of Cunnilingus. I mm-hmm. had this class before, and it was a blast. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do it again for the Art Walk um, in May, and um, we're going to paint pussies. It was so funny because at night that we did it was my first time painting mm-hmm. an actual full-on art piece, and someone walked in off the street and bought my pussy. It was great. Nice. <laughs> so... <laughs> so maybe I should just become a pussy artist. But, but I think that, you know... Um, Pussy art is an act of devotion. It's a it's an act of worship. It's, an, um, it's a formal act of worship in tantra to create pussy art, mm-hmm. and you see that in the tantric temples and, and all, you know in, in Hinduism, Hindu culture as well as Buddhist culture. Um, you'll see it on both sides. So mm-hmm. we're gonna have our little um, you know Atlanta Castleberry culture where we worship some pussy and Wonderful. and create offerings to to the yoni. And it'll be a fun night. And then I'm going to eat my pussy. 
I heard that. <laughs> so, Ooh, yeah. Girl, when I'm 90 and I'm sitting rock, sitting in my rocking chair and people are like, what's Granny Parrish thinking about? They have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> the adventures I've had. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, thank you again for coming. and thank you for inviting um, me. And, yeah. And I'll see you in Texas soon. All right. Okay. Okay. So, I just love having Parrish here it's been so great having her as a guest here and really being able to connect with women um and men i mean I, my client base right now is about 60 percent men and um i would say i guess i would say 60 percent men 39 percent women and one percent other identified so i would like to increase um, my my other identified and my um, female clients as well, but um, yeah. So uh, anyway, that was good. I hope you enjoyed that, and I hope you book a session with her if you are. She does a lot of her sessions via um, like Skype and um, FaceTime, so you don't have to be in Texas or New Orleans to see this goddess. So do try. So okay. Anyway, um, I don't know if I'm the only one, but I'm finally feeling fully recovered from um, 420 week, 420, the holiday. I don't really celebrate a whole lot of holidays, Um, mostly just my birthday. Also, I love Halloween because costumes, why not? And 420 day, um, mostly just as an act of rebellion because I'm not a huge pothead. But, um, I do enjoy pot. I enjoy cannabis with, um, in certain sexual situations, I really believe in the power of THC to help open up, um, your body to receive energy better sexually, especially if you're a little bit uptight, like most of us tend to be in sexual situations. So yeah, I, um... I offered my 420 sessions. Last year for a 420, I was in Costa Rica, where my heart is and where I'd rather be right now, to be honest. Um, but anyway, I was I was gone. This year I was um, in Atlanta and I offered my, my 420 sessions, which without going too much into detail, um, are just an amazing way to experience um herbal infusion, everything from the bath, an actual like bathing bath, which is awesome. And, um, you know, there's so many products out there on the market that really allow you to absorb in the power of cannabis or the healing powers of cannabis. So I have these bath bombs and I have, um, lubricants like velvet swing. If you're in a state that has Legal weed, you can purchase Velvet Swing, um, which is a, an a, amazing cannabis-enhanced lubricant. It's definitely better for um, for vaginas and, and vulvas. And also, it works pretty well uh, anally. So you could, you know, definitely increase your sensation that way. It's just not um, a wonderful option for penises. But there is another... Um, there's another product that I use. It's a lickable body butter by, um, it's called Tantra Goddess. And, um, it's, it's a little more higher concentrate 
and better for penises. It's not water-based though, so you can't use it with um, with prophylaxis. You can't use it with condoms or any any latex. You know, barriers will be um, compromised if you used it. So I don't recommend that. But it's really good if you just want the sensation. Also, there's so many um, herbal-based or herbal-infused um, body oils and lotions. And you can make your own, really. There are so many ways. I mean, the Crock-Pot method, if you want to Google it, um, with coconut oil, it really is a great way to infuse an oil that you can use in your skin every day and on your genitals. Um, there's just, yeah, there's a lot out there. And... The skin is our largest organ, and I think we forget about that sometimes. When you put something on your skin, it goes right to your um, your your internal organs. So it's really important that you're careful with what you're using. I always tell people I don't use anything on my skin that I wouldn't feel comfortable with eating, because basically it's the same thing. You just your taste buds aren't involved. So, uh, but you can make a lot of different products for an enhanced experience. You also should be aware that, you know, because the skin is the largest organ, although um, consumption is less, it still would show up if you were having a drug test. So be be conscious of that. Folks that are out there working in corporate worlds that have random drug tests or in government positions, you might not want to indulge in even the topical stuff because it can show up even though it will show up so um manini but you'll still have it so just just be aware of that and yeah so for 20 weeks so that's what i did this last week and it was awesome it was a, an experience you know just really talking to people and letting them know about all the benefits of cannabis and sex because there are so many benefits of cannabis insects and you also just to go back to folks that you know are weary or don't like being intoxicated maybe you're you know in a clean and sober program um there are so many other ways that cannabinoids the cbd oils have cannabinoids in them and they're not intoxicating at all so don't feel like you have to be you know that you have to be high or you know sacrificing some moral dilemma that you may be working through on your own. That's not my space. Um, But there are benefits. There's so many benefits in cannabinoids, in the oils. So I thought I would touch base on a little bit of that today and talk about canisexuals because that's a thing I'm here for in 2018. I'm here for folks that are um, experiencing love and pleasure from both uh, sexual function as well as uh, the intoxicating effects of THC. So yeah, I thought we'd chat about that for a little bit. So um, in my work, you know, I do a lot of, if you don't know, maybe you don't know, but I do a lot of focusing on um, sexual healing through through pleasure. And um, cannabinoids really can help with that, especially if you are dealing with sexual trauma. So one thing people, some people might not be aware of is that if you've had, um, if you've experienced trauma sexually or you have trauma that's showing up in your sexual space, then um, one of the things that cannabinoids can help with is helping you feel um, 
feel more safe or more open to receiving sexual pleasure. A lot of times we shut down um, when we are experiencing trauma, when we have experienced trauma, when we have unresolved trauma. And it's really hard for people to be fully aroused in that state when they're, when they are, you know, shut down or shutting down or there's something internal that's still going on. One of the things for me, um, I wasn't, like I said, I'm not a big pothead. Uh, I don't like that word. I do though. I use it all the time. So clearly I like it, but I'm not a big smoker. Like I don't smoke a lot of weed. I don't ingest a lot of, a lot of cannabis. And one of the reasons really for me historically was because of you know, lack of control. Like I don't like forgetting things and I feel like I um, become more withdrawn. So if I need to be in social situations, I have a hard time with processing all the energy that a social situation may put on me and then also processing that I'm high. So I tend to smoke at home or, um, or consume at home. And, but there's, there's a part of that that makes it kind of better, right? For sex. Like maybe I don't need to be thinking about all of these other things that I'm worried about forgetting. I don't need to be so fully in control of every action and every thought. Maybe this will help me be more present in this moment. And so at the very basic level, without doing any scientific studies or reading into any research that's been done out of, you know, University of California, where I think all the weed research is, has been done for the most part so far. Maybe Seattle, you. Um, but anyway, I digress. It just, like, at the most basic level, we know that when we get stoned, we forget shit, right? <laughs> like, you forget what you were talking about. Your brain can go off into a space, and it's just the way that it works. It's why you can be more creative. A lot of creatives love to use um, marijuana to help with, with creativity because all of the other things in the world aren't there anymore. You're not, or they're still there, but you're not as focused on them. It's also one of the things that shows up with excessive pot consumption in that you see people that, you know, are repeatedly smoking all day because they can't deal with all the things that are present in front of them. And so there's, you know, I think a balance to be made. I don't think marijuana is addicting, but I do think that moving away from a space where you're dealing with adulthood is addicting. Um, and that's not, you know, it's not my wheelhouse. So I won't go into detail about that, but that's just my personal opinion. If you're smoking all day, every day, um, maybe you might need to check in and see what's going on in your neck of the woods. But outside of that, you know, in, in enhanced sexual function, it does, um, cannabis does provide that. It, it allows you to, you know, be more aware of all of your senses. We, we, a lot of times, you know, folks are just super visual or very tactile. We don't really have a balance on our senses. For me, I'm super audio. Like I can, I'm, I'm the best eavesdropper you would ever have as a friend. It's the worst curse. Cause I can just be at a restaurant and hear everyone's conversation individually and it sucks. Um, but I know that that balance is needed, right? I need to be able to touch and feel and and smell and all, you know, see and hear all of our senses kind of come together a little bit more because the cannabinoids inhibit your short-term, short-term memory. So it just allows you to be more present. And um, yeah, 
So that's that's important at the basic level of, of cannabis and sex. There are a ton of other ways and there, there are lots of strains specific to sensual experiences and arousal. I recently was introduced to Dosist, um, who has an amazing product that is a blend specifically for passion and arousal. So that's pretty cool. And there's, you know, it's just a matter of learning and figuring out what's out there in the world, but they're, they're out there. It's all out there. So I would encourage you to, you know, experience it with a partner. If you live somewhere, of course, disclaimer, if you live somewhere where pot is still illegal, you didn't hear this from me because I ain't the one to gossip. Um, but, you know, take a vacation, go on a pot. Oh yeah. Go on a pot vacation. There's this Airbnb up in Seattle that's so dope. I, I'm going to try and find the name of it and put it on my blog. But um, it's like this vintage old house. And there's these, you know, this beautiful lesbian couple that has all this vintage. They have a shop too. But it's a like a pot Airbnb. So you can go be safe in your room and not have to deal with anything else and experience it. They're, you know, the world is changing. So or for some of us, the world is just being exposed, but for the rest of the world, it's changing. And I experience you, I suggest you to experience it, take part. So anyway, yeah. What else did I say I was talking about today? Oh yeah. So the cat, um, the characteristics of pussy, um, some interesting conversations have been being had lately and I'm teaching a class on pussy worship. And I have a subsequent class that's coming up in May, which I encourage you all to come out to again. So, but just, I don't think that we're really paying enough attention to pussy. And if you know me, you probably think I pay way too much attention to pussy, but the rest of the world isn't. How do we get them caught up? Like pussy is amazing and has all these things it can do. Pussy is a pleasure center. So that's pretty cool. It is also a birth canal. It is also an oracle. It is your gut. You know, we do a lot. We talk a lot about the sacral chakra in Tantra. And in outside of Tantra, we talk about listening to your gut. If you put your hand on your sacrum and then put it directly in front, you'll realize that that's where your gut is, right? One thing that if you start really paying attention, and this is for the ladies and the lovers of ladies. But if you start really paying attention to your pussy, all kind of things will come to light, right? It just happens like that. So there are a lot of different characteristics to the pussy. There is the sight of it. You can look at it and see how it looks and there will be visible changes depending on the time of the month, depending on the level of arousal. There, you can taste it. I encourage women to taste their pussy every day or pretty often because why not, first of all? And I think it's really good that you know what your pussy tastes like. I think it's really good that you pay attention to the changes of the way, or the changes in the way that your pussy tastes, the changes in your diet, your stress levels, your environment can all lead to changes in your pH balance, which you will know better if you are in better contact with your pussy. So, 
So yeah, um, there's also smells, which also can be dictated by moods and stress and all kind of different things will change that. Um, the consistency of the fluid that's available, whether or not there is a lubricating fluid available, knowing the difference between fluid that is designed to lubricate or fluid that's just there as a protective barrier, um, fluid that's there with a different purpose, part of the reproductive cycle. They're all very different fluids. They all have a very different viscosity, a different taste, a different smell. Like coming into contact with yourself, knowing what you produce, knowing what you hopefully are allowing someone else to enjoy as well, um, it really, or will allow maybe, but it really helps you to be better in tune with yourself. And if you're in a situation where you're, you know, not sure if you should be doing something or you feel unsafe or you ex- you're excited, all of those kind of emotions and um, outward awarenesses will be reflected in your pussy. If you're walking down the street at night and you feel like something's wrong, like, you know, with your hair stand up on the back of your neck and you look around and you see someone was following you, I guarantee that along with those hairs that stood up, there was a change in your pussy. Maybe it clenched up a little bit. Maybe it, you know, shrank down or dried up. There's all of these things that happen and we we are ignoring all of these messages that the body sends to us because we're not even familiar with the characteristics of our pussy in, in stasis. So I really encourage um, an activity for all of you to go out and touch your pussy, taste your pussy, um, not just in a way to get yourself turned on, but just to get to know her a little better, to become her friend, find out what, how she's responding to situations so that you know when she's trying to tell you something. I guarantee you that last bad breakup you had or that last bad decision you made was forewarned by your pussy, but you didn't know how to listen to her. So listen to her. Learn the characteristics of your pussy so that you can hear her better. Plus, if you know all the characteristics of your pussy, it's a lot easier for you to be comfortable in sex and and to be less serious in your sexual space. I think that we tend to be a little more serious, uh, trying not to, especially for, I can only speak from my experience, which is one as, a, as the divine feminine that, you know, there are times, especially when I was younger, where I was so self-conscious about the smells of my pussy and about the sounds it might make and about what is the taste right, um, you know, thinking that it was supposed to taste like flowers or something. So being more aware of it will help you be, uh, you know, experience sex better. You won't be as serious. Um, and I'm not saying that sex isn't serious. I just think that we, we're looking at it seriously from a different level of seriousness and at that, I really, I really want to help be a part of the movement that changes that. Giggle a little bit. When Parrish was staying with me, um, she overheard a lover and I, and she said, it was so interesting. It was, there were moans of pleasure, and there was laughter, and then there were more moans of pleasure, and a lot of breathing, and movement, and then more laughter. And I really think that, I mean, it was really great, but I think that we... 
tend to, you know, just get so serious that we are not allowed to be free in our beds. And I think that we should explore sex with the curiosity of a child. You really want to learn your partner. And this is your space that you get to learn your partner and experience them and be free and laugh at yourself or laugh at them and, you know, not be so focused on making a porn or, you know, no one's filming you. No one's there but you two. So have at it. Be fun. Be free. Don't put yourself in a space where you can't truly be or exist in the way that you feel completes you sexually. And and being serious doesn't, you know, this, that takes a lot of focus away from, from the present moment, from being there in that moment. So I just wanted to talk briefly about that. I don't really have much, much deep to say on that. And I think I've been going on and on now for way too long. So with that being said, I'm not going to answer any questions from the internet this one. I think I may pop in with some questions, start doing some shorter um, podcasts that are just answering questions in the future, just to move that from my plate on this podcast. Um, I'm only doing it because I say teach as you learn. And for me, I tend to lose focus right about at this point where I'm talking to you. So, um, so I'm going to wrap it up just for you and me. So thank you for tuning in and for being a part of this journey. I look forward to having you around. Hopefully that didn't bore you off with this one and you'll keep coming and listening. Go have some great sex. Come to my event on May 11th. It's going to be fun. And until then, ahuiho. Oh, and by the way, this is where the music would go if I had some music for my podcast. So I'm just going to strum my guitar really basically in hopes that maybe any one of you that are listening will spare me from this level of embarrassment and hook me up with a song. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, thanks for listening.